Hi, I'm Michael Sunoff, founder and CEO of HardToFindSeminars.com. For the last five years, I've interviewed the world's best business and marketing minds. Along the way, I've created a successful publishing business, all from home, from my two-car garage. When my first child was born, he was very sick, and it was then that I knew I had to have a business that I could operate from home. Now my challenge is to build the world's largest free resource for online downloadable MP3 audio business interviews. I knew I needed a site that contained strategies, solutions, and inside angles to help you live better, to save and make more money, to stay healthier, and to get more out of life. I've learned a lot in the last five years, and today I'm going to show you the skills you need to survive. All right, so how old were you guys? We were in high school. And where were you guys living? Vallejo, California. Okay, and so is your brother older than you or younger? No, he's, he's 15 months younger. Uh, how old are you guys? I am now 48, so he will be 46. He'll be 47 in August. Okay, and he said, Jeb, let's go out and let's start doing some uh, address numbers. Yes. So do y'all, did you use the stencils? We did. All right, so we used the, we used the metal stencils. Uh-huh. And what would you do? You'd go, you'd go, would you canvas the neighborhood first? We would. We, we would just pick a neighborhood, and we'd go to door, door to door and start knocking. All right, and what would you say? Who did the talking, you or him? Well, actually, we split up All right, you, so, that, you, so that we were able to cover twice as many homes. All right, did you have a sales pitch down? Was, you know, we're, you know, we're in the neighborhood, uh, you know, painting numbers on, you know, streets so it's easier for people to, you know, to find your home, which, you know, would you be interested in. And what were you guys charging back then, 30 years ago? Back then, it seems like it was between, I want to say it was between 3 and 4 three and four dollars. And uh, and we offered, I, I can't remember right away, at some point my brother read about or came up with the idea of, uh, of uh, oh, someone had given us somehow some beads, some luminescent beads. So we would offer those at like a dollar for a dollar extra, we would sprinkle the luminescent beads over the number so they would shine better, light up with the headlights. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, and, and actually most of the people, my memory serves you right, most of the people took advantage of that. Absolutely. Now, did you start uh, raising the prices as you were going on? Wait, I, don't, I think at one point, I don't think we ever, we went more than $5. $5 was the, was the highest that we would that we would go. And how many summers did you, just one summer? No, two summers we did it. And you were making good money for a couple we of kids. We actually were making good money, more, far more money um, working at a, a McDonald's or something like that. Uh-huh. Did you work those kind of jobs? Uh, my brother did. I, I worked, there was a racetrack in Vallejo uh, that, uh, that raced uh, sprint cars and modified hardtops on Friday and Saturday uh-huh. evenings. And so my, actually all my brothers and I, I uh, worked there. We'd sell coke. Co- we'd sell coke in the stands, or peanuts and caramel corn, and and um, and then we we moved inside uh, to the actual concession stand. So that was that ran from like April through October, and and so that's pretty much what I would do. My my younger brother actually worked at a McDonald's for a while. I worked at a, a Sambo's restaurant. Now, did you guys ever do peepholes? We did actually. We did peepholes, and and that was actually we did. It was, it, there's no logical reason as why we didn't do it any any uh, any longer than we did. But uh, we would go out in the evenings. We we did, did the uh, 
The numbers we also did in the daytime, of course, we, we found far fewer people home in the daytime, but it was still it was still worth our while. What what would, what would happen with with the numbers is when we got a, a bug in there, we wanted to buy a model airplane or there's something that we wanted, we'd go out and we'd, we'd paint enough uh, house numbers until we raised the capital we needed for our goal, and then we would retire and, and, uh, and buy our toy and, and play with it. And but with this, uh, with the people, we would go out in the evenings and we would target areas, usually the older areas, and there are a lot of those in Vallejo. And um, and we would just again knock on the door and uh, and ask people if they were if they were interested in doing it. And again, I I, I believe that my brother Craig is the one that had the idea, and um, and we would uh, go to a. a I think it was a, I can't remember where, but we we bought the we bought the nicer um, people, and uh, so we were able to, to sell that higher quality. And it was very simple. We just say, would you you know would you like to have a people install right, your right. door? No, it it was an easy sale. I mean, you just say it, it was, and all you got to do is go out and find the houses and hustle. I mean, it was a at a time when I had no money, it was a great resource to make instant cash. You know, it, it, that's that's exactly right. And we 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 ran um, again. We we could have we could have been a little more diligent, but um, but more and more of the homes were having the metal doors installed, and it's still possible. But the but the the chance of messing up a metal door is so much greater than a than a wooden door. Yeah, it was al- it was always quite nerve wracking when you get it the nail and you got to drill the hole through the door. Yeah, it, it it was, and and so that was something that we enjoyed doing, and. Um, and we were older than we were actually we were college age we were doing that mm-hmm. and and what kind of um and then what I kind of uh, went on from that I expanded that to installing deadbolt locks oh tell me about that well I went out and and I I can't remember again if my brother had the idea or I did or maybe or whether or not someone at the door asked if if we could do that and so uh so I went ahead and, and bought a, a Milwaukee drill bit and um and, and did and did some of those and and it was uh, it took longer but but uh, and I I cannot remember the prices but it was again far more per hour than than I would have made uh, and in fact when I first started as a lawyer I was making it worked out to about ten bucks an hour and I was making more than ten bucks an hour putting people in absolutely um, in the door I'll tell you if I was if I knowing what I know now about marketing if I was to do it today. I would get a slab of wood, maybe about three inches wide and about uh, two feet long, and I would have installed your little cheap people, and then right. the, and then the more expensive, then the more expensive. I'd have deadbolts in there. I'd have window locks. You just carry around this piece of wood, and you call yourself the lockman. I I do address numbers, and you give them you give them a choice, like three or four locks for a certain amount of money. I mean, you can go make a fortune. That that that's very true. That's the next idea. And you could even, in addition to the um, the deadbolt locks, you could learn how to uh, to in the sliding doors install those little uh, pin locks that people put in in, uh, in the doors. A lot of people with something they'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what what kind of shook me on uh, the going door to door with the deadbolts is I knocked on somebody's door <coughs> and they entered the. Uh, and and they answered. They were very very cordial, and they said, "Why don't you come on in for a second? And uh, oh, oh no no, what it was? He said, "You have a permit, a sales permit to do that?" And I said, "No, I didn't think one was necessary." And he said, "Why don't you come in for a second? He says, "I'm I'm the chief of police here." 
Oh, oh, good. Yeah. And the guy, I kid you not, he called He called the station and, and told them to send a squad car to pick me up. Uh-huh. He was going to have me arrested. Really? So, yeah, I'm very serious. So, we were sitting there chatting, and, and you know, and I told him that I was born and raised in Valeria, that my dad had, I was a college student, and just doing this stuff, and I had no idea that a license was necessary. Right. And so, he went over and picked up the phone and canceled the squad car and said, well, if you want to do it some more, then, you know, go ahead and you need to get a license. And it kind of shook me up a little bit, so uh, I, I didn't uh, I didn't follow up. So, that would... That would be one other thing is to, to make sure that uh, you have the a individual checks the local the local regulations of their city. Yeah, and that was 30 years ago. I think today it can still be done today, definitely, but there's a lot more vigilance in, you know, in people's homes and stuff with all the terrible media about people, you know, kids getting kidnapped and stuff. But it, it could be done. That, that is true. It's, and, and, again, I think they would need to focus on the older areas because uh, it's hard to, I mean, it seems to me like the, our home is 15 years old, and it, it had a deadbolt that came with it and uh, and a peephole. And, and and so I think that if they focused on, on older older neighborhoods and areas, that, that there would still be there would still be good opportunity. Exactly. Now, here's a great, let me tell you how you can leverage this whole thing real quick. You can get, you know, when you, do you live in a home or apartment or condo? A home. Okay, you know when you get flyers on your door from landscaping companies and pizza right. companies? Well, there's services in every city, every county, every town, every neighborhood who go out and place these flyers and distribute these flyers on people's doors. And you can contact them, and you could get a, a eight and a half by 11 flyer, Print it up, and you can have all the different items that, you know, like you do address number curbs, address numbers on the curbs, you do uh, peepholes, deadbolts, window locks, and you can have a little one, a little catalog sheet of all the things you do, and you put that in a number 10 envelope, okay, a white number 10 envelope, and you seal it, and then you pay these people who distribute the flyers, you can probably... For the cost of the printing, I've priced this out, the cost of the printing and getting them in the envelope, the envelope sealed, and the distribution for about will cost you about a hundred bucks per thousand or ten cents a piece. And then you have, the guys will target certain neighborhoods. So you pick a neighborhood and you pay him to distribute a thousand of these envelopes. And you take the blank white envelope and have them place it right on the front door. Now what would happen? Have you ever gotten a blank white envelope in your on your front door? Yes. You have? A, a, well, well, I, I, I seen, well, no, not a completely blank. Okay, but if you got one, would you be tempted to open it? Absolutely. Okay, you open it, and then what you do is people see what you do, and you tell them to circle the items that they're interested in and place it and stick it with tape in the front window. And then the next couple of days, you drive around the neighborhood, and you look for the flyers that are in the windows, and then you go do the jobs or you set up a time. It's just a lot easier than knocking on all the doors. That's true. You see, for a lot less money and it just allows you to leverage your time. And then you're only dealing with the people who are most interested. That Those are great ideas. Yeah. Because I remember back then, if I didn't have to knock on the doors, this thing would be great. You were all, I was always limited by my time. That that is that's very true. You know, the sun the sun would be going down, and you'd be like, man, you know, I wish I had more time to knock on more more doors. But yeah, no, it was. A, if anyone needs a quick way to earn some money, it's a, it's a great little money maker. That's true. Yeah, well, that's good. Thanks for sharing that with me.
It's Michael with Michael Sunoff's HardToFindSeminars.com in another bonus tip. How would you like to turn your $28 book or ebook or even a concept in your head into a $3,900 information product? I'll provide you the secrets on how to do this if you'd like a completely free 30-day trial of my system for turning your simple book or even just a concept in your mind into an information product that you can sell for $97. or even as much as $3,900 or more. This system includes a whole range of tricks and tips to help you pack your audio program full of great stories that take control of your listeners' brains. My information product creation system comes with my personal guarantee that you'll create an information product worth from $97 to $497 that's designed to sell like hotcakes. This is a 30-day free trial. If you'd like information information on this, please email me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line, write in all caps, $28 book, and I'll email you information on how to turn your $28 book or even a concept in your mind into a $3,900 information product. Hi, this is Michael Senoff with Michael Senoff, hardtofindseminars.com. Here is another bonus tip and a valuable service that I offer to select clients. If you can talk into an ordinary telephone, you can be selling your own high-priced audio programs in as little as seven days. This is the easiest way on earth to create a series of powerful audio recordings for your own information product. I call you on an ordinary telephone and interview you live on a series of related hot topics about your niche subject. I take care of all the editing, all the technical stuff, and I give you the finished MP3s or WAV files in audio transcripts. I only have time to give this deluxe personalized service to a few more carefully selected clients. If you're interested in developing and creating your own valuable information products that you could have complete in as short as seven days and be selling for as high as $300, $500, even $3,900, please contact me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line of your email, please write info product information in all capital. Make sure I have your name and a way to contact you by phone and we can talk about your specific ideas. Or you may call me at 858-274-7851. Hi, it's Michael Sinoff here with another bonus tip from Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. It's called an audio infomercial. Your audio infomercial, which I create for you, will sell more products of yours faster, easier, and for less cost than any conventional advertising method, and I guarantee it 100%. Imagine catching yourself at concert pitch talking about what makes your business or your product service unique, what makes it special. Imagine taking a professional recording of that perfect sales presentation that I create for you and giving it to your prospect as an audio CD or an Internet download from your website. I can do this for you faster than you ever thought possible with my personalized audio informational recording service. If you're interested in this unique service, please contact me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line of your email, in all capitals, write audio infomercial, and I will get back with you with more information. 
Hi, it's Michael Sinoff here with another tip from Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. This tip is one that is dear to my heart. And the reason why is because I know what a difference it can make for your business. It has to do with editing your audio recordings. If you are using audio online or offline to sell, market, and educate your prospects, this tip will be the most important tip you ever hear from me. Editing your audio content before you publish it to your site simply gets better results compared to unedited audio content. Think about this. A new song on the radio may be in the editing studio for months before it's released to the public. A new movie may take years in the editing process before it's released to the big screen or on DVD. Well-written sales letters, online promotions, books, and commercials are all meticulously edited to perfection before they are released. You would never dream of releasing an unedited version of any of these sales vehicles. So why would you publish unedited audio? Unedited audio content is abandoned by the listener faster, it produces less sales for you, and it actually destroys your credibility as a publisher. So why are we seeing so much unedited content proliferating the Internet? The reason is simple. There are very few people who offer audio editing services who know what they are doing. Editing audio is kind of like plastic surgery. It's part skill and part an art form. You need someone with both the skill to do it and someone who understands marketing and selling. A poor result can be gained by both a skilled surgeon as well as a good technical editor. Who you choose to do your audio editing can be one of the best investments in your business. At HardToFindSeminars.com, we have been editing online and offline web content for six years. We have perfected a proprietary editing system that has been proven to get your customers to listen to your audio content longer and to listen to it more often, resulting in more sales for you more often, and with clean, edited audio, you can demand more money for your products and services. It's just like in life. You only have one chance to make a first impression. Every time you release and publish unedited audio content, you are projecting a poor, sloppy, I-don't-care attitude that turns your prospects off. Do your prospects a favor. Service them. Give them your best. Do them a favor by giving them professionally edited audio messages, interviews, teleseminars, and selling promotions by editing your audio. We provide full audio editing services that are fast and at a reasonable rate. We know that editing your audio content can easily pay for itself 20 times over. Call me, Michael Sunoff, for more information at 858-274-7851. I'll spend some time on the phone with you. We'll determine what audio content you're publishing. I'll be glad to offer you a free consultation on my ideas. I'll review some of your audio, and together we'll come up with a solution that gets you better results. Thanks for listening. Here is another bonus tip from Michael 
set off hardtofindseminars.com. Did you know that I have about 25 hours of exclusive consultations on my audio clips page? Letter G. If you go to hardtofindseminars.com, go to the audio clips section. This is a section where I have over 117 hours of audio interviews. Page G is nothing but consultations on information product development. You have over 25 hours of me giving my best advice on how to create, develop, produce, market, and sell audio information products. Go to page G if you want to learn how to create and market your own information products. Enjoy. There's an interview in the section of the audio recordings at Hard to Find Seminars. It's with a business buying expert. His name is Art Hamill. If you go back to my site, hardtofindseminars.com, and go to the product section, along the left side in light blue, you will see a list of topics. Look for the one that says business buying. Click on that link, and you'll be taken to about seven hours of exclusive interviews with Arthur Hamill. Arthur Hamill has purchased multi-million dollar businesses, over 200 of them in his lifetime, and he will tell you how to do the same thing. It's some fascinating content, and I wanted you to know about it. Here's another tip. It has to do with podcast. Did you know that not only are all 187 hours of my audio recordings available for free online at my website, hardtofindseminars.com, but each one of these audio recordings is also in the form of what's called a podcast. A podcast is a simple way for you to digitally and automatically subscribe to online and new recordings and have them downloaded into your mobile audio player, like an iTunes, iPod, or any other digital audio playing device. But the way you find my recordings on podcasts is by going to one of the number one sites called iTunes. iTunes is a virtual library for music, spoken word, and podcasts. The music and spoken word audios you'll pay money for, but the podcasts are absolutely free. And you can subscribe to my podcast. All you do is go to iTunes. You'll automatically download the iTunes software, and then you will search Michael Sinoff in the subject line, and you will find most of my audio recordings right there available for you to download. This is great if you're on the road or you're on another computer, and if you have a mobile device, it'll automatically suck them right into your digital MP3 player, and you can take any of the audio recordings on the road with you. They'll also automatically notify you of any new recordings that I post as podcasts. Also, if you search through Google or Yahoo or any of the major search engines, Michael Sinoff, and then podcast, you'll find other resources with other podcast search engines that host my podcast. I hope this helps, and if you're a podcast listener, I think you'll be happy about this. So go over to iTunes and download the iTunes software and search Michael Sinoff, and you'll have all my audio recordings available for you right there. If you'd like to hone your skills as a copywriter, I have available for you the largest collection of one of the all-time master copywriters. His name is Claude Hopkins. Do a search on Claude Hopkins or go to my website, ClaudeHopkinsAdvertising.com. Claude Hopkins.
Hopkins was one of the founders of modern-day advertising. He was one of the all-time legends in the industry. And myself and a partner have authored a book called the Claude Hopkins Advertising Collection. We have also searched thousands of newspapers to pull out all his classic ads. He's been responsible for building companies like Pepsi and Toothpaste, Palmolive, Schlitz Malt Liquor, many household products like puffed wheat cereal that you're still using in your kitchens today and he was the master and the genius behind this. He was responsible for many of the cars we drive today like the Oldsmobile. Go check it out. ClaudeHopkinsAdvertising.com If you want the ultimate in education on how to write copy you cannot pass this up. So go on over to ClaudeHopkinsAdvertising.com and learn from the best. Here is another bonus resource for you, and it's about a section on my site that has about 15 hours of audio interviews with copywriting experts, including Brian Keith Voiles, including Carl Galletti, including Eugene Schwartz. You will not find this content anywhere. It'll take you to an entire collection of audio recordings, MP3 downloads, and transcripts of some of my best interviews on the subject of copywriting. You'll be able to play them, download them, print the transcripts, and it's a collection you will not find anywhere else. If you want an education on copywriting, you will not find anything better than this. If you go back to my site, and in the products page, along the light blue section down on the left, you're going to see another link that has a lot of value, and it all has to do with joint ventures. Go to that page, and you're going to hear about an offer on a joint venture system like no other. If you read the letter there, it'll describe all the benefits, and the offer is virtually risk-free, meaning you can order my joint venture system, have it sent to you without paying a dime, have 30 days to review it, to digest all the information, and only if you're happy with it after 30 days do you pay. It's an offer you can't lose on, and if you're enjoying this content, you're really going to love what I have waiting for you on the joint venture link at the products page at hardtofindseminars.com. Go check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it.